0: Welcome to Bevington Banter, the show where we can sound like we're arguing even when we all agree. I'm Cassidy, and together with my my brother Cade and dad Randy, each week we discuss a selection of news stories, topics surrounding the culture, and matters of freedom and faith. Thanks for listening. Follow and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. Share it, and if you like what you hear, rate it five stars on Apple and Spotify. And today, we have a special episode, a deep dive all about yo-yos and yo-yoing.
1: Who's the expert here?
0: Now this is because we all got yo yo's recently and there was a big to do in our family group chat about people sending videos of what they were doing with the yo yo's
1: We need to truly start <laughs> at the beginning though. And the yo yo fascination started with dad and Cassidy for sure. Just this walking is true. around with yo yo's. They had yo yo's the they would go Killing to the time mall in the mall and they would just walk around and they would yo and they would walk up behind people and see how close they could get to them without hitting them. also true. (laughs) And so that's where the yo-yo thing really came from. I feel like that's where dad's collection of yo-yos came from and it is a collection that he showed to Callie and that just recently and that's where this all just went out of control.
0: And then so apparently Cade stole I yo it yo-yos. the one and the so new one because it was super so then he awesome bought one for well Kane. I went out and
2: bought a. I bought a, a rice I decided that we we're going to be interested in yo-yos and I love yo-yos although I'm horrible at them um I'm, I mean, I've never really been able to develop a lot of skill with it but I wanted to get one that was really good because the ones I had were cheapo ones picked up here and there like you and I walking around the mall hey let's get a right. yo-yo because we're bored out of our minds with mom so that's kind of where that happened and so I thought you know what I'm gonna get a good one and I did, and it took Cade one day to confiscate it. So I bought another one, and you can I like the other one. After class. I, I like the other one I liked better. <laughs> so I then you mentioned it, so I I, I sent you one. I never I mentioned it.
0: No, you sent oh. me one, and we got home from church, and there was a package that we had ordered, which was like the coffee filters, and then for your Keurig, the refillable ones, and then there was another package, and I thought. Cole had ordered some things for school. So I thought it was something like that. So I started to open it and I was like, what is this? And he's like, I don't know. I was like, is this a yo-yo? And then I was like, Did you buy this? He's like, I didn't order that. Somebody (laughs) sent that to you. And I didn't know that this thing was happening at your house with yo-yos, but I thought, if somebody like this is something my dad would do because of our yo-yo pass, but it seems really random. I was like, Who sent me this yo-yo? And so
2: you did. The best thing that's developed out of all this is that as should be, uh, it's toughening up uh, our grandkids because <laughs> Callie wanted Cade to give her the yo-yo he was playing with, to which his response was, "No, you stink." So you know, no, 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 well, no, no. And, no, then, no, you no, said, no, remember, and then
1: you no, said, "Remember, I did put in another small phrase that automatically no makes it okay." <laughs> yeah, I no said, offense. "I said no, and no offense, you stink at it anyway." But I said no offense. Callie took great offense to this, which I thought was not allowed after somebody said no offense. Um, But apparently she didn't like
0: it. You you can say whatever you want as long as you say no offense. Yes. It's kind of like the Southern, bless your heart. So
1: Callie got mad and stormed away and I said, I said no offense.
0: (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Well, I I was kind of kind of kidding that this is going to be a deep dive on yo-yos and we've now gone like almost four minutes on yo-yos so we've we should
1: keep going because to be honest everybody here know this right now this is not going to be he- very heavy politics because i have basically shut it off for the last two weeks i was gonna say today would be a good day to play a game where you guys say like two real news stories and one fake one and ask me about them because i have no idea well that's good to know I will. I'm. I'm not done with this yo-yo thing. I'm still on yo-yos. Dad wants to start a yo-yo summer camp. Wouldn't a yo-yo camp Ooh, be great?
0: It'd be much better than the sex, sexy camps summer camp they're having. I think that in the background camp would be
1: great. You should his... hire yo-yo ma to play some cello Just... music.
0: Yeah. Why
1: you yo?
2: His name is yo-yo.
0: And you can own The only acceptable greeting is yo. yo.
2: I think that a summer camp for like grade school through middle school age kids, maybe you have some high schoolers, I think I think it'd be a big hit. Now, we have some, to some bring in some yo-yos. professionals.
1: Yeah, we yeah. have to bring in professionals because when dad was talking about it, I told him the problem is is that if you were to put on this camp, you would have we to go to a yo-yo camp
0: is, before, you yeah, through, before you put we on a yo-yo camp. We can teach you how camp. to sleep and we can teach you how to around the world. And that's what we got.
1: Cameron can teach you how to
2: sleep. cade has got one that I (laughs) was talking. Close your
1: eyes. Was talking about
2: showing him uh, one that I saw that I haven't really worked on yet, but how you like run it and get it to pop up over the back of your arm, like it's like sleeping. But then you but you hook your elbow and 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 this
0: is with the the basic strings, the responsive one. Yeah,
2: he did. He did it. You got it to fairly work once or twice. Almost.
0: I have a feeling. In about two days, John is going to put us all to shame.
1: I agree. He seems much more dedicated (laughs) to the art of yo yo. I also knew he would steal that. As soon as dad said he was sending one to Corinne, I just said immediately, that's going to be a John thing.
2: Well, I was trying not to single out like kids as opposed to like, you know. Right, because well, it got brought up. But I just, it got I just, up yeah. I it, mean, I was trying yeah. to get uh, the, the idea was to get one to everybody, every household. There you go. So I wasn't okay. trying to eliminate anybody.
1: It's, it's a, community. Just,
0: a community. A yo-yo? community yo yo. The household yo yo. I <laughs> figured
2: that both people would use it, and if they liked it enough, they'd go out and get another one.
1: That's fair. Well, I thought fifty
0: dollars. He's,
2: he's not buying them. Mine two has a yo-yos.
0: pink string. Mine has a pink string on it, so it's. Clearly made for it's a cl- clearly a girl yo-yo.
2: Yeah, but it should have come so. with like five strings. I know, because girls are. There's, I found girls a, are uh,
1: pink and boys are blue. And Cassidy <laughs> really, really wants to talk about the transgender no, I, summer camps.
0: Oh, I don't. I just was meaning <laughs> in uh, our household yo-yo directing is, us. But
2: well, I found a fifty-dollar yo-yo on Amazon. I mean, I just can't imagine spending fifty dollars for a yo-yo. I could do twenty if it's a really good. That yo-yo, thing better do 50. the tricks by itself. It, it didn't get that great of reviews. I mean, not as good as the ones one that I bought.
1: Yo-yo ma, what yo-yo ma? You just said yo-yo ma. What's yo-yo ma?
2: So I, you know, Cade brought up the idea about throwing out multiple titles of topics going on and which you know what's true and what's not because he hasn't really followed closely the last couple of weeks. Mom, I we had this discussion yesterday with the uh, Fed raising the interest rate a quarter percent. So she started asking me a bunch of questions about it, about how all this worked and tied into the economy and, and like with, uh, you know, Cade and Courtney selling their house and interest rates and all this kind of stuff. And so it actually, I, I said, man, this would be a great segment for, I wish this was being recorded because you're asking great questions. This would be a great segment for our show to have you come on and ask questions and then and, and answer them.
0: Well, let's bring out from backstage, Mom. What? Just kidding. She's not really here. It's like (laughs) on those reality shows or those talk shows where they bring out. She's
1: actually
2: here right now.
0: Right now, yeah. She's backstage right now. Actually,
2: she's outside with the kids.
0: But I was thinking that earlier that the interest rates are going to go up and mortgages are going to be like, so, although you guys aren't looking to buy a house you know in the immediate no but i'm waiting for the market make...
1: to crumble yeah i'm waiting well. for i'm waiting for the recession
0: well i'm hoping that that happens after we get moved for so that we can sell our house
2: you may um
0: so give it a year please
2: i don't i don't know this going to happen yet but you may this may be leading to another potential you know housing bubble burst because in our area i mean as you know uh, in housing prices have increased a hundred percent in like Literally. five or six years um, and so and everybody is using FHA to finance which means that you know they got to depend on the governor government to finance FH, it.
0: federal housing something? administration okay because there's an administration for everything right because private
2: banks don't want a loan on these you know on these things so you're having to depend on the government um, which the government was forcing private banks to do it back in the leading to the 2008 uh, bubble burst. So I don't know, maybe maybe we're headed that way again. But as I was explaining to mom, the idea is rate they want to raise the interest rates so that they can hopefully slow down all this inflation so much. Because when you see a housing, the price of a house go up 100% in six years, um, by, if you raise the interest rate, maybe the, the, the price will have to come down a little bit. Otherwise, you can't. People can't deal with the increased mortgage because of the higher interest rate.
0: Yes, but in general, if interest rates rise, higher interest rates means people will then spend less and save and wait to spend a large online invest until interest rates come down. So isn't that also counterproductive to growing the economy if higher interest rates uh, incentivize saving rather than...
2: Yeah, but um, but... I was just uh listening to someone today that um as of yet and they don't think it's going to the this increase in interest rates is not going to translate into like higher interest rates on you know savings and certificates of deposit and things like that because everybody's invested nobody does that anymore they don't want to pay higher interest rates because people right now actually have higher savings than they have in a long, long time because of COVID, everybody got all this money and the savings rate for Americans right now is higher than it's been. So they don't want to increase the interest rates that they're paying on those because people got have more money in them. Plus, people are moving into other types of investments. Um, I watched an interview with a guy that did a big report on the Fed, the history of the Fed, how it works and all this. And he was saying they've moved us very much to what he called – we're no longer like a financial economy it's it's an asset economy if you want to grow mm, wealth yeah. you have to be in assets assets that are going to you know increase in value and that's why we see this increase in the separation in the income the the wealth gap because people that can buy assets their wealth goes up you know pr- tremendously and right. people that can't they have they have no hope they're just living on you know wage week to week
1: one day we need to do a deep dive about what the fed is because not a lot of people pay attention to what the fed is and to be honest myself included up until recently and what really what really got me on it actually was the latest book that i've been reading by the way for the most part a fictional book by an author called Brad Thor he writes like political thrillers and there's his i think his 12th book i just got done reading is called Hidden Order and it's got a lot of facts about the fed and i thought to myself that sounds absurd that can't possibly be real so i start looking up these little bits that are in this you know fictional book um but the basis for what the fed is in the book is absolutely true and it's insane it's it's just it's just a cabal of private banks that they're not even a government institution i mean it it turns they they, they are in a way where I believe the the people that sit on the board of the Fed are appointed by the president, but they're not under any kind of government control.
2: Right. They, once, just, they get, once they get appointed, they are free; they are unfettered of government oversight until the next time they have to be like reappointed. And that's the way they want it. They didn't want it to be a. They, this supposedly is to make it non-political but it's it really does So doesn't work. I mean it,
1: it it is just a centralized bank in the United States and there have been two centralized banks previously um a lot of the founding fathers obviously were opposed to centralized banks but then there was James Madison who for some reason really liked the idea of a centralized bank so they had one early on um but they it, basically they have like a charter and then that charter can be renewed or not and um I think really early on it was either john adams or it was thomas jefferson who let it lapse the first time um and then there was some kind of i mean even back then like a run on the banks kind of thing and it led to a crisis and they put it back in place and then um i think andrew jackson let it lapse then next and then the fed that we have now has it was the third time that we've had a centralized bank in the united states and Obviously, we still have it, but it was this weird. This is where it gets a little conspiracy theory. There is a book called like the it's called like the monster from Jekyll Island. I've been meaning to read because I just heard about it. Um, There was some meeting, this secret meeting at this island, like off the coast of Georgia called Jekyll Island, where these big time, uh, you know, the heads of banks and some politicians got together and they just talked about how they were going to you implement and use the fed and it basically has all been to their personal advantage ever since
2: i actually heard thomas Sowell recently and if you don't know thomas Sowell you should look into him if you want to understand economics he's he's really really good um say that he he said why do we have a why do we have a fed he says it's it's not necessary and um he said let let banks compete for their own you know who has the best currency who has the most solid well-backed currency like that's what was the system before the Fed was that states and banks had their own currency. He said, let them compete. I mean that's what we do on the world market. That's why the that's why the US dollar has been the US world's reserve currency because it's the strongest currency competing in the world market. It's exactly the same thing. Except now we're seeing uh Iran I was
0: going to say for is, how long? Yeah.
2: Um well no no um China. China China is trying to buy oil from Saudi Arabia with Chinese money, but I think it's the yuan, uh, which would be different because all petrol... What is yen? In in the world, that's Japanese. um, All petrol transactions in the world have been um, what they call petrodollars. It's been U.S. currency. So if they can work out a deal where the Saudis do accept Chinese yuan for oil... That's a huge game changer. That, that hurts us significantly. But this is a way of dealing with all these, um, what's going on with the whole Russia-Ukraine and all the sanctions that are being, you know, and all the financial disruption that they're trying to bring. So, they, you know, this is a response. A response is China's wanting to know from Saudi Arabia, will you accept our currency to purchase oil? The whole finan, the whole world financial system is kind of really. It's almost like it's up for grabs. Which direction are we going to go? Russia is really being. They are really being hurt. Um, they they have debt coming due that they're trying to pay, but they they have no choice but to pay with with ruples because they don't really have any other money because of the sanctions have come. People don't want to take their ruples. They could actually. The whole nation could go be considered bankrupt. I mean, the world economic system is really uh, kind of up for grabs right now, it seems like. This, two, this quarter percent uh, raise in interest here in the U.S., they actually, I think their goal is to eventually get it raised 2% to try to slow down the inflation. But but the problem is, is we talked last week about modern monetary theory, and there's a um, something else that goes along with that. You can't, get away from inflation if you believe in modern monetary theory and you practice what is known as Keynesian economics. Under Reagan, everybody talked about supply-side economics. Well, Keynesian is demand-side economics, and... In that regard, we think of, well, you create a demand and you fill it. That's good. But that's not what they mean by demand side economics, Keynesian economics. The idea is that you give people more money in their pocket and they'll go out and demand goods to buy. The only problem with that is the only way that you can put more money in the citizen's pocket is either print it, which is obviously inflationary, or you tax it and redistribute it. That's the only way that you can give people more money. The government has to be involved, and that's obviously counterproductive well, tube
1: I don't know if that's a, a reduction in taxes does the same thing,
2: yeah, but that's that's not what they do with it. They want to engineer who gets the money. I mean, you can't go out you can't go out the government can't say we want more salad tongs sold in this country. We're going to create a demand on salad tongs I mean. The only thing they could do is 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 either print no, well, money or redistribute money.
1: You could increase demand on a specific product, but you'd have to do that through price fixing. If they ha- if they you know if they set a price where a company had to make it, that's what you see in a lot of socialist countries. If you did price fixing, you could create a demand on a certain item.
2: Well. We talked about that last week in that the only way that a modern monetary theory works is that the government has to control every single aspect of the economy, and yeah. even which it was the old Soviet Union, which we still see that still doesn't work very well um so and and not only that if I don't need a pair of salad tongs you can you can cost price it at a penny I'm not buying them
0: well we're going to increase demand in salad tongs by only producing salad.
2: Going In vegan,
0: the mar- yeah. We're also going we'll to increase demand um, on <laughs>
1: salad tongs by introducing our new sponsor, one eight hundred Salad Tongs. <laughs> have <laughs> you, you really? And found coming that up, your with, salad we're going to give our
0: list of You know those videos where it's like you were doing this wrong the whole time, or like ten things you didn't know you could do with X. It will. There'll be like videos out there, like twenty things you didn't know you could do with salad tongs.
2: Think about what you just said, though, Cassidy. About um, creating a demand for salad tongs by the government mandating that we all become vegetarian. Think about that level of control. There are people in places of influence and power that want the government to have that type of control. That's what it would take in a a society to bring about those type of outcomes. Do you really want your federal government mandating that we all become vegetarians? Our other new sponsor is Black Market Meat. <laughs>
1: it's I'm questionable,
2: buy- but it's meat. I'm gonna start buying a lot of cats and dogs.
0: We call them exotic, <laughs> exotic meats.
2: <laughs> I got a creek in the backyard. Tastes we can like fish. chicken. Yeah, there's some oh, three-eyed carp in there.
0: Yeah, those fish <laughs> snapped every line we ever tried to use. Out That's because
1: the runoff makes them grow they real must big. Be yeah, all the chemical runoff. They're but on, man, they—they they, ate up. They, they, they have full sets of teeth. That's how they were able. I to I mean, you cut could get lines. them to
0: bite on those crab <laughs> apples like really fast. Yeah. but then they would snap your line.
2: Yeah, fish on roids. I I wouldn't mind bringing something up. Uh, I I posted uh, a couple days ago that Mitt Romney is the oh, Joe yeah. Biden of the Republican Party. He's no matter what the subject is, he's always on the wrong side of it. Um,
1: <laughs> yeah, but he's not the gaff machine. I mean, on in that aspect, maybe. He's, but he's, well,
2: give him a break. He'll give yeah, him a few more years.
0: Like, give him give Yeah, a couple decades. Yeah, um, but
2: Joe Biden never said anything. No, but he didn't make... He was always stupid, but he didn't just bumble and stumble the way that he did. Oh, I heard a Sky News report out of Australia just absolutely mocking Kamala Harris over her horrible Her cackle yes um it was they, they were habit. vicious man they were vicious they're like she's the it was a lady she's, she's the worst vice president in the history of the United States and this includes uh a, a vice president who shot you know a, a, who killed another presidential contender and one who um couldn't spell potato and okay. she's worse
0: and that's pretty bad because all you have to do is the vice president to be to just do a good job is just do nothing
2: well that's all joe biden had to do do to be a good president coming out of covid that's all
0: joe biden had to do yeah but like but that's essentially the vice president's job right i
2: i was listening (laughs) though to um shapiro the other day and i'm always i mean i like ben shapiro and he's obviously very intelligent um but i'm always shocked at his naivete he said that he was surprised that biden has been so bad because he expected biden to just simply not do anything realizing that all i really all i had to do is do nothing and just let the economy come back and think and start being open and everything will be okay and he couldn't do that and i'm just like ben i just i don't know what made you think that he would do that that he would just do nothing i am always surprised at his naivete.
1: Well, he does look like a child, so it he makes does. sense that he would be and naive like child. And he's like thirty like
2: years old, man. Yeah, he's in his upper 30s now.
0: Well, he has not aged a moment, and Crowder, like, grayed and over the <laughs> same, like...
1: Yeah, that's because Crowder's not naive, and he sees the full scope of what's going on, and it makes him go insane it's giving him gray hair that's the reason why that's it that's the secret that's the reason why Ben Shapiro doesn't age is because
0: he doesn't feel the stress of reality
2: a bald spot oh no That's funny (laughs) he's gonna have to do more of those keeps commercials I don't know what they call it. I haven't listened to the Bill Maher interview, but I, I would like to.
0: Well, he said some things that were ridiculous, of course. Well, he you know these. I don't know why people why people have said that he's come over to our side. He has not no, come over to our side. What he
2: people. is is he's maintained being a, a, cla- yes. a liberal instead yes. of becoming a leftist like so many have become leftists, and that's the difference. Joe Rogan is a liberal. Tulsi Gabbard is a liberal. Bill Maher is a liberal. They're liberals, but they have the reason they sound different is because they haven't been willing to go become leftist.
1: Yeah, there's like um, it's like any time that you're not left, they just automatically label you right wing. I mean, they slap a right wing label on anybody, Um, even people who say things like Trevor Noah said, right? Because Trevor Noah started did this big segment about. uh, what what's his name? Kyrie basketball Irving. Player. Kyrie Irving. Have have we talked about that? Let's talk about no, that. Okay, that what is ridiculous, and that, that he can, can lead sit us on the, the sidelines. Oh my gosh, sit
0: on the sidelines unmasked, but he can't play in the but game. But he
1: can't play in New York because the he isn't same, vaccinated.
0: It it's going to be also for the Mets and the Yankees, and there are more players I think than people think that are that this is a problem for. Also. Nobody that's unvaxxed will be able to go play in Canada, so they won't be able to play the Blue Jays on the road. Wow. Best advantage ever for the Blue Jays.
2: Wow. I hadn't thought about that.
0: Because, yeah, and it's going to force all these guys to, that would just try to fly under the radar, like, not say, but they're unvaccinated, but they don't necessarily want to speak up about it. People are, they're right. going to have to now, yeah. obviously. Well,
2: let's go back real quick. Kyrie Irving plays basketball for the Brooklyn for the Brooklyn Nets. So he's under the guidelines of a New York City worker. New York City workers have to be vaccinated in order to work in New York. So he cannot play home games. Well, not just
0: not city workers, like private.
2: Yeah, you can't work it if you you, you work work public or private in the city city. of New. Yeah, if you. Yeah. So, so what he did. So he hasn't been playing home games, but what he did was he went and he bought a ticket and he went and sat in the stands, unmasked and watched the game, back. Unvacc- and and so because, then, because Gar-
1: because the the mayor of New York City, Eric Adams, he lifted the van the vaccine mandate to attend indoor right. events, but to go to the or but to participate in the events to or work, to even work in the stadium. Yeah, so work, if you're a worker that? in the stadium. You can't go to work, but you can go visit your friends at work, and it's going to be the same at restaurants and nightclubs and and everything. You can go to your place of work as an individual, but if you work, you have to be vaccinated.
2: But and Kevin Durant, his teammate, finally stepped up and said, "This is insane." Eric Adams, it's fixed this. Insanity. This is ridiculous. So and obviously, Kevin Durant's one of the best players in in, in the NBA. So
0: yeah. He went on the road just to, like, prove a point and went off and scored 60 points.
2: Yeah. Hmm.
0: (laughs) Yo, yo, ma.
2: Did you guys hear all the criticism, people going nuts on both sides? Republicans, too. And this really bothered me going after um, anybody that was talking about the bio labs in Ukraine, like Tulsi Gabbard mentioned it. Tucker Carlson mentioned it. Obviously, they're both politically opposite of each other. Uh, But yet they – Republicans and Democrats alike, uh, Crenshaw, Mitt Romney, these people – Is that because I heard – Question.
0: I have a question. Are Republicans saying – because this is – I heard someone say that it's not like we're over there involved in doing research, but we're involved in disposing and, like, taking apart the –
2: well, here's what...
0: What was there right. already or something like that.
2: It's a, it's virtually impossible to know what the full truth of these bio labs is because we're not there and we're not involved in it. And you get all these varying reports. But you can, for me, I kind of try to decipher it by looking at what's being said, who's saying it, how they're saying it, when they're saying it, is it a response to something that somebody else said in 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 doing all of that and listening to what people have been saying this is where where i stand on it there are biolabs we have put funding into them they are doing where they said it was re or it was disposal of bioweapons from previous like back even in the 90s that the russians had going on um, there, it's, it's, I don't believe that because they started this disposal like 17 or 18 years ago. I'm sorry, if you're just disposing of things, it doesn't take that long to dispose of these agents. So, um, I, I just, I don't buy that. Why, why should we believe it given what we know of, you know, looking back several years at Corona? Did you know yesterday was a two year anniversary of two weeks to, yeah, yeah. stop the spread? Yeah. So, anyways, um, I, I think that now whether, what exactly the role they are? I, I don't know, but they, they obviously, to me, are there, and we obviously have been involved in the funding of them for some purpose. So them, for them to be attacked, really bothers it bothers me because they're acting like they're complete lunatics if these things even exist, and that's just not the case. There's no way that you can make that case.
1: Remember, I read you that Twitter thread. It was at least three weeks ago, maybe more, of someone on. Twitter, obviously, who um, laid out this whole theory because they actually found listed on State Department websites where there were bio labs listed as United States assets in right. Ukraine. And this was a long time ago. And then right. that account got scrubbed from Twitter.
2: Right. And, and there were links on government sites as to the funding sources going to these uh, bio labs as well. And those links have been taken down. So don't tell me that it didn't it doesn't exist and that we weren't funding it.
1: I've seen news articles that say from the same publication 6 days apart that said conspiracy theories about biolabs in Ukraine arise and then the whole article goes right. into just bashing people and then the same publication 6 days later uh, you know US under Secretary of State confirms biolabs in Ukraine.
2: Right. There's there's no there's no denying it when Victoria Nuland Secretary uh, under what under secretary of state, and she's a she's, she's a got crazy dirty person, Ukraine ties. Yeah. She's got some long history with Ukraine. She also was major player in the whole development of the whole Iraq debacle that we went through. Um, but she in Congress under questioning by Marco Rubio. I mean, this is her quote: Ukraine has biological research facilities, which in fact we are now quite concerned. Russian um, quite concerned. Russian troops, Russian forces may seeking to gain control of so she said yes they're there and we're concerned about them. so my they were being attacked so hard anybody that was talking about this that they were putin stooges putin assets and that they should be basically be arrested for talking like for for i've heard the word treason used that's insane so from republicans so why 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 would they do this? Why would Crenshaw? I just wanted to reach to the TV and punch him the other night listening to him. Um, In his and, good and, you know, eye. Yeah. And you know what? Ben Crenshaw, lose the stupid <laughs> patch. Okay? It's played. It's no, over okay, with.
1: But every time he takes just the put eye patch in a glass off, eye it's got some eat. dumb. It's got some dumb like Captain America glass eye, yeah. or like a glass eye with a trident on it. And if he's going to be doing that, then just keep the eye patch on. Okay, okay. or just put go a get regular a regular glass eye, eye and color put it eye. in. Yeah,
2: it doesn't make me any more sympathetic for you when I hear you say, "I don't care." You could have a patch for your whole head missing. If you say something that stupid, I'm not going to have sympathy for you.
0: Okay. If you have your whole head missing and you say anything at all, I'm going to be really (laughs) impressed.
2: (laughs) But I was exaggerating to make a point, okay? Um, It's called hyperbole. Right. (laughs) It's the epitome of hyperbole. The epitome of hyperbole. The only reason I can come up with why they would be attacking them the way they are is that they are genuinely concerned that this – talk will somehow open a door for the Russians to use chemical biological weapons. And they they really think that could happen, and they're afraid that this this whole conversation could somehow make it more plausible for it to happen. So to try to avoid it, they're just trying to shut it down. I'm
1: more afraid of them not actually using the chemical weapons, but to, on a world stage, use it as a justification for why they went into Ukraine in the first place. Right. Especially when um, the thread that I had seen linked news articles that showed um, that Russia and China had established their concern about biolabs on their bordering countries, U.S. biolabs on their bordering countries. Months ago, they said, um, you know, they voiced their concern. They said they wanted them to go away. They were basically shut out to the point where I had never even seen those stories in any Western journalism. So, and and usually, other than the last two weeks, we're pretty plugged in. And for us to have not even seen anything about that, and then to be able to go back and see that they have been saying that, they're, I, I can't believe that when... Putin first went in and he said he needed to denazify. I can't believe that one of his um, justifications wasn't pointing out these bio labs specifically.
2: Right. And whether they're just research labs, you know, then they argue, well, are they bio? Is it bioweapons? Well,
1: yeah, but Wuhan was a research lab.
2: Right. I mean, that's so you're going to be concerned about what just happened in China. I've heard and I'm pretty sure it was Tulsi Gabbard mentioned anthrax. And botulism. That's only a weapon. Anthrax, anthrax is, is only just a weapon. A weapon. It's, there, there's no other scientific purpose for it. So.
1: Oh, you've never treated an illness with a small dose of anthrax before?
2: <laughs> no. No. Did you guys hear about these five cadets from uh, West Point that OD'd on fentanyl? Did you told you me about story? it. I heard about it from you. I did not. Yeah. Um, this stuff is so toxic that two of the five deaths, two of them were from guys trying to give CPR to three of the guys that had were ODing and that was enough to kill them.
0: Oh my goodness. I don't
2: think from what I can gather, you can't as a human being by your eyeball, you can't measure a small enough amount to add to something that won't kill you. So they're really taking a chance when they add this stuff it depends on, to these yeah, other well, it, drugs.
1: When they when they are putting it in the other drugs, my guess is well, not my guess is it's obviously easier to dose it when you're making a huge batch of whatever you're right. making. So, so you, it's what yeah. it is is they have like a vat of something, and then at that point they are able to measure this much shouldn't kill but if it doesn't get mixed quite right that's where you see some doses killing people and some doses not killing people um because they probably just basically spike whatever other drug with just a little bit of fentanyl and somebody gets a little bit more than the next person yeah Yeah.
2: i i saw a story on fox news that they had uh last year they comp they um confiscated enough fentanyl coming across the border to kill two and a half billion people and talking about the border it's um i think i i think it was from october of 20 to february of 2021 there had been like 265 200 and it was 200 and some it was 265 295 something like thousand illegal immigrants so that was October 2020 to February 2021 during that stretch. Now this year, October 21 to February 2022, there were 600 and some thousand. So that previous number I mentioned, was a, well, that was a record. We're now, this year, a year later, almost triple that number. That's just off the charts crazy. And, and of fentanyl those, is tied to a lot of them, so you yes, would have of, to
1: you'd have to assume that that much more fentanyl has also come through, or you know at least somewhat right. close to that. And then they
2: reported of the two million illegal immigrants that crossed last year, they were bragging that fifty thousand had been deported, fifty thousand out of two million, and now. They're concerned about a what they call a mass uh, what they call a mass migration of people because they're talking about doing away with this Title Forty Two that deals with COVID policy and who can come into the country and if they do away that that's even more th- throwing the floodgates open so we're at triple the level of as we were as a record setting a year ago and they're worried about it spiking even way more because of doing away with this Title Forty Two. Cassidy's in shock, just sitting in sh- shock and all.
0: I'm just listening.
2: <laughs> I I heard um, an interview with a congressman, and she, you know, being asked a Republican congresswoman, would she agree that the military, if we're so concerned about Ukraine, would be sent to our border? And she just wouldn't answer the question. She just, it was very frustrating.
0: This is the Randy show today because Kate and I are out of the loop apparently on. I'm yeah.
2: Well, Kate had a good point to me last week when you had uh, texted me about Tom Brady coming out of retirement. Cade said he's the next Brett Favre.
0: Well, I said, well, first of all, we need to. We sh- I was like, we've been doing like sports at the end every week. We should name a weekly sports segment. Have a little intro. So, think about. We need to make an intro. Segment. I
2: have no idea what well, that name no, would I don't be. Know. Do you want to... Let's name
0: it Roger Goodell as the Antichrist. That's the name (laughs) of our sports segment. That's where we always end. No, I'm just kidding. But no, my theory on the Tom Brady thing is he retired, and he might have been coming back anyway, or like, you know, not sure about it. But then another QB, top QB, went from the NFC to the AFC when Russell Wilson got traded to Denver And Tom Brady thought the door is wide open because almost every single one of the good, good quarterbacks, the great quarterbacks, is in the AFC right now, apart from Aaron Rodgers and Matt Stafford.
1: When the worst quarterback in your division is Derek Carr, that's a good division of quarterbacks.
0: That is The AFC West is... I think top to bottom, the best division in football, which sucks for me because I'm a Chargers fan. And when you finally got this awesome quarterback and you're like, oh, yeah, and now we have to compete against not only Patrick Mahomes, but now Russell Wilson.
2: Did the Bills quarterback go somewhere? Josh Allen? Oh, no, no way, Josh man. Allen.
1: There's oh. no way. Okay. He's there. I wouldn't he think is so.
2: there. They signed
0: Von Miller.
1: now. Oh. Really?
0: They signed Von Miller.
1: Oh, yeah. Josh Miller is. There's arguments that he. Or Josh Allen. Yeah. Josh Allen. He's really, Josh really Allen. good. I said yeah. Allen a minute ago. Oh, I know he's Josh Allen. Yeah, I yeah. said Von Miller. Yeah, I know. So. yeah there's yeah. arguments that he. Well, that's what I didn't understand when I saw the best quarterbacks.
2: Yeah. That's what I didn't understand when I saw something. And I I just, in passing, and I just thought it gave me the impression that there was a possibility of him being traded. And I couldn't imagine that. Because he's basically oh, taking no. him out of the dumpster.
0: Baker Mayfield just asked for a trade, though. Because they said, we need an adult at quarterback. And then they were talking to Deshaun Watson, which try to please explain to me how you need an adult and Deshaun Watson is your adult? We need an
1: adult. Let's bring in somebody with a bunch of sexual assault claims.
0: Yeah. (laughs) Yeah.
2: I don't want to get too far probably into this, but the Deshaun Watson thing, I never really fully understood. I don't – from – I mean, was he – is that kind of what he was – if I understand what he was doing, was it kind of smarmy? Oh yeah, obviously. But yes. but he wasn't forcing anybody.
0: No, no. But he, he just was paying a lot
2: of women to do he things. Was, yes.
0: But I I heard an interview with someone um on a football podcast and they brought somebody on who knew about the case um to interview from like a legal standpoint. And um this reporter said that it was more it not a sexual assault charges but sexual harassment and that he like exposed himself like was uncovering himself when like other clients did not do that and visibly like kind of hip thrusting on the massage table and um also one woman said that she saw like so that he was doing this and then saw pre-ejaculate on him like on his um torso after he got up Mm. and um, making like,
1: well, so I'm why not, would you want that on your team? No. I mean, like, uh, yeah, I understand the Texans. They, I mean, they already have him. And They're kind it's of not stuck just that, him, but why like, bring him it, into your organization? And the
0: whole like, obviously, there's no like video evidence of it, but there's actual messages that this person at the time sent to. Like, so they have messages that this woman didn't just, like, make it up now after the fact. Like, she sent messages to people about it, mm. and she called a friend right afterward, or a friend or family member, or whatever. And that person they talked to, like, said, I remember exactly what stoplight I was at when they told me mm. all this. So it, it seems pretty... Yeah. Yeah.
2: So she it wasn't something that was this big, long delay, but she, she re- basically reported or right. commented on it right yeah, away.
0: right away.
1: Yeah, she's no Christine Balsey Ford. Yeah. <laughs> she's not going to come <laughs> out... 30 year Chris, Christine football Ford
0: Blase. I
2: always called her if you listen it should have been Blase if you listen to her talk
0: I think Balzy was pretty good too that kid I don't know if that was a That's a rushism or... I think
2: That was a rush I think yeah, rush, rush. Called oh, her okay. Christine
0: Balzy okay. Ford
2: Yeah What was her, what was the other what was the middle name
0: Blazy
2: Blazy that's why I thought Blase. It's our middle be good. name yeah.
0: right it's a yeah. yeah
2: It's a hyphenated name Um cuz she was high as a kite
0: <laughs> One other sports thing that's interesting is there's like some kind of revival happening in college softball. Because it goes I know I told you guys about like the Oklahoma team specifically and all these all of the young women on the team, almost all of them are are saved and like publicly like very very much like try to use their platform and their softball like specifically as a way to Spread the message of God and, and Jesus. And they are like baptizing each other, hmm. team members in um, like pools and jacuzzis at the places they travel. And but it goes, it's, I'm noticing it like going beyond, spreading beyond the team as well. And I'm seeing all these other girls doing it too. And the main message being this message of softball is not my identity. And I used to be so wrapped up in it and my performance and all of this, but that's not who I am. And then every time they post anything, any picture, like, of softball or of the team, whatever, they always make it a message about this, like, gift that God's given me or these, like, people that, you know, that God's given me or, like, these Jesus-loving people that I get to play with, and it's almost like they've all had made, or with, like, a verse or something, and it's like they've made this agreement that we're only going to use this as a platform to, like, spread the good news and then they also encourage each other so like when someone on another team starts doing it they will all like they'll like it and share it and comment and like be encouraging each other to like keep going and spurring each other on and it's kind of crazy
1: so man this would you. be a really good story if college softball was popular whatsoever and anybody paid attention to it well let me ask
2: you the question a question and i, I mean, young
0: girls hopefully like the yeah want to play softball i was gonna
2: say do you think there's any possibility that this is a a response or maybe even a preemptive uh, effort that somebody somebody, in, or some people in this college women's softball understands the identity issue of being who, not softball players, but who, who, who God created right. us to be yeah. as a preemptive strike against tran- transgenderism coming into... I don't know into,
0: about that, but... Well, I think a lot of people just get... Tied up to, like one of the girls talking about like the the chains being broken. Like her her identity was so wrapped up in her performance and her softball. And like, but
2: well, I wonder, and it
0: just being a like a thing that we can get stuck in, right?
2: The The reason I wonder that is, and, and I'm
0: finding freedom, but sorry,
2: no, I yeah. I don't want to. I mean, I don't want to take away from what your point is because it's obviously very good to hear. Um But historically, women's softball has been known to be heavily Lesbian. i have a theory about this
0: too no i have a huge theory about this i was talking about this to cole recently because this is true you would hear that all the time back in the back i feel like a long time ago however if you watch call it softball right now it is very feminine you would not see like there are, yeah okay there's a couple girls here and there but it's not at all like Maybe it's not even one on every team where you're looking like, oh, that's like a butch girl. No, they are. And they specifically feminize themselves, I think, because of that stereotype going back. And they know they're going to be on TV. They do their makeup and hair. And it's a thing now. And there are actually way more lesbians in college basketball than there are in college softball now. And I also think that... From my perspective, it does seem like college softball is growing, even though you'd say who watches it? It is majorly growing and as far as its visibility and accessibility on like the ESPN networks, there's way more now. But college basket, women's college basketball, they have been trying so hard for years to get people to watch it more and it doesn't happen. Well, and it's who, what softball. men what men want to watch a bunch of Girl, like women and butch women running around in, and they're not all butch, obviously, but in baggy shorts. Or who wants to watch women go out, young women go out there and very feminine, make themselves up in tight pants and like, of course, people want to watch that more.
1: It's, it's because I think softball kind of does feel like its own thing. Right, it's not the same as baseball. It's not the same as baseball a little bit. It's it's a little bit its own thing. And basketball is yeah. You'd rather watch the men's because I mean like that that UConn team, women's that could never ever get beat by any other college women's basketball got beat by like some high school boys or like some I don't know. And so. They, so why would you watch that when you watch, it's like high when you speed. watch the but same But softball is something different. Softball is a different game. it feels different because, yeah. you know, it's like 60 foot between bases, so it's a little bit faster. Right.
0: And the pitchers throw like 130 pitches and they're still out there well, and they're going to come out tomorrow. The thing That's about s- baseball.
2: <laughs> softball, women's fast pitch softball at college level, I mean, it has the potential of being a pretty um, active, moving game yes. offense. Unless yeah. you get a really dominating picture pitcher. pitcher. And that's just the yeah. way it is. When you have a really, really good pitcher, it just completely shuts down the offense.
0: Yes. But so, but you can
2: but you can appreciate you can appreciate a good pitcher. Now I don't know about oh gosh, yeah. I don't know about softball that I would, but I will take of any power pitcher I've seen pitch, I will take watching a game that Greg Maddox pitched over any other pitcher I can think. And that guy Here's, probably never got above 88 miles an hour. He was an artist.
0: Here are the kind of pitchers in, in softball when they're dominating, it's really fun to watch a rise ball pitcher when they're dominating because they can just make people look silly. Or somebody has like a really amazing changeup that just buckles yeah, someone's knees yeah. and you're just like, oh my gosh.
2: Yeah. Yeah. And And because of the shorter distance, you have – you really do have a just a blink—I mean, not even a blink of an eye to decide right. what what is coming my way. Or not. Yeah. yeah.
0: But anyway, I even noticed one of the girls—there's, like, very few of the girls on the Oklahoma's team are not, like, publicly Christian or whatever. And one of them is now—one of them that's not Christian is just set the record for career home runs. And she was being interviewed, and even her— not being a Christian was vocalizing the message of saying like I'm of how it was impacting her. Like I'm playing with all these girls and they're all about the message of softball's not my identity and not who I am and how it was even impacting and making a difference for her, even though she's not saved.
2: It's probably important for them, too, because this is this isn't like a college or minor league baseball player who has hopes to. For There's a, no. Put, for, yeah, this is this is it. Is it. This is when the they graduate, the they're done. So yeah. th- hopefully this isn't your identity. Right. Because you're going to be done with it when you're 22 years old.
0: So that was kind of sports, not exactly sports, but that's my sports segment for today. Yo-yo ma. Yo-yo ma. (laughs) That's how Kramer uses it, isn't it?
2: (laughs) He's a little more... That's that's after he gets kicked in the head. Yeah. But he's exchanged (laughs) Newman uh, motorcycle helmet for a radar detector. So... Kramer has a busted radar detector, and and Newman has a motorcycle helmet, and they swap, and he just happens to have the helmet on when that crazy Joe Devola comes and kicks him in the head because he's mad about something about him and Jerry. <laughs> and then he'd he'd be Jerry wanted him to go to the doctor because he'd just be like have these episodes blurting out. Yeah, yeah, or in one of in one of them he's just like standing just like Yo Yo Ma, and he's like. He's like what? And he's like just randomly saying things because he's got this head injury. He's been kicked in the head. Yo yo ma, I know. Ever don't ever play trivial Seinfeld, Seinfeld, trivial, Seinfeld pursuit. trivial pursuit with me.
0: Yo yo ma.